Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to I Hate It Here. I'm David. This is Jojo, Eddie. Uh, how you guys doing? How you guys doing this week? Hated it here. Fair, fair Planet's assessment. On fire. Huh? Planet's on fire, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I was talking to, uh, you guys remember Orly from school? Yes. He, he had this like story post and it was like 90% of the plankton in the Atlantic Ocean is gone. And I was like, holy shit, 90%? Like, what the fuck? So I, I Googled it. And it's a misquote. He, he, he said that the plankton levels have dropped in some parts of the equatorial Atlantic by 90%. So I, you know, I text him and I was like, hey man, just a heads up, that article you posted is a misprint. You know, this is the correct information. And he was like, he was like, oh, thank God, you know? And I was like, yeah, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm just happy to get good news, dude. He's like, I feel like I'm holding on to, like, whatever hope is left. And I was like, I think we all are, man. I think, <laughs> I think that's just America right now is everybody just, like, kind of, like, just hoping for the best. It's like, it's bad, but it's just not that bad, you know? But it's still pretty bad. <laughs> the, the World the Health Organization recently declared monkeypox an, an epidemic. Yep. It is in 78 countries now. Mm-hmm. And, and they're still uh, not taking it seriously. Nobody is, and it, it brings it brings up uh, for me. It brings up uh, COVID, right? Because we talk about COVID a lot here. And mm-hmm. I was watching. Uh, I was, you know, Jojo and I were texting about this. I was watching the Pat McAfee show, and apparently, there's a new rule in the NFL that if you get COVID and you give it to your teammates and they have to cancel a game, that team has to pay the other team the money they would have made off of that game. And do mm-hmm. you know who the number one seller is? It's Jerry Jones. Yes, it's Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, now just to okay, number two is Robert Kraft with thirty nine mm-hmm. million dollars a game. Okay, number two, Robert Kraft, thirty nine million dollars a game for the New England Patriots. Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, dude, number one, seventy seven million dollars a game. How, dude? <laughs> I was like, oh, "What? What an economy! What a fucking! What a crazy time to be alive, dude! Where like the whole world is sinking, right? And like one sick dude could cost somebody seventy-seven million dollars for a day, for a day's worth of work, dude. Nobody in that building is getting paid enough to warrant a seventy-seven million dollar payout." And it, it also it also makes me wonder where my fucking heist movie is. Like, what the fuck, Ben Affleck? Right? Where's my where's my Cowboys heist movie, dude? You know what I mean? No, that's it's only not from Red Boston. Sox. Yeah, it's only the Red Sox. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, I think I think he'd rob from Robert Kraft before he robbed from Jerry Jones. We have to have Ben Affleck in like a straight out 1980s cop mustache and a Texas Rangers outfit, and he has to come in there with just a bad. Just as bad of a southern accent as he did with his Boston accent in that one scene in that movie, which is wild because Ben Affleck is from fucking Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see him like come in and be like, "Howdy, y'all called the cops." <laughs> that was terrible. Y'all called them Texas Rangers, dude. It has to, and it has to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, seventy-seven million, dude, for one day of COVID. That's crazy. I wonder. I wonder where that seventy-seven million comes from. Like, how much of it is TV? How much of it is concessions? How much of it is like? I know, think general, I think the majority of it has like to be it, TV rights, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of it is TV. Um, because that stadium's but, not even one of the biggest stadiums in the NFL, is it? Like in terms yeah, of like, like seat seat capacity. Yeah. See, yeah, the thing want. is, the, the the thing about Cowboy Stadium though is that I've always wondered this, like the attendance, like. You can count the chair, like the seats, but that's not what they're limited to. They also have the fucking the standing, standing room, room only, right? Like the one where you see the videos, like where these people are like hauling ass to get a decent standing room seat. And then there's I like start. fifty clubs, isn't there? Like, isn't there a club like all the way around the whole fucking stadium? There's like fifty of them, isn't there? There's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how they work all that stuff out. It's I know, insane. I know for sure the cheapest club is fourteen grand because remember we were thinking about getting one for the Dolphins Cowboys game and we were like we get enough people to pitch in and then it turned out that everybody had to pitch in like five hundred bucks and we were like all right never mind. Never mind. It's not even that <laughs> we're just watching at somebody's house. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we cannot live even cheap lavishly. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Like, honestly, honestly, it makes me want to watch the Cowboys less for some reason. Like, does it? Know. It I, makes me want to watch like. I, I, I'm not interested in the games as much as I ha- I would love to see like a behind the scenes on what goes on in that stadium. Like I would, insane. I would love to see like, cause I've seen like videos, like, you know, like they do like the every, every, like every year they have like some like fucking barbecue day at Texas stadium. And then they, they show like everybody cooking or whatever. And they're like, today we're going to go to 2000 Tomahawk steaks, you know, like that kind of shit. You know, you always see that shit, right? But I want to see yeah. like the day to day of that dude. Like I don't want to see just that clip. I want to see like the whole shebang, dude. Like I want to see I'm them at... like prep that shit. I want to see that shit come in on trucks. Like how much food is that, dude? Like how, you know what I mean? Like that's got to be such a mind boggling amount of industry, and it's all in one day. Mm-hmm. That's wild, wild, that's wild, insane. wild. Nobody in that stadium should have to work for the rest of the week. Like, nobody who works there should have to, like, have a job for the rest of the week if they're making $77 million a game. You know what I mean? That, I mean, he probably, the, the people that work the concessions are there probably work only during the season. They're probably, like, yeah. part, probably like part-time employees. You know Jerry Jones probably doesn't give them health insurance. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't or even know, then, but... they might even be, like, a, like, a, like, fundraising or something like that. Like, they're like, okay... You guys can come and fundraise. So their the, their parents are going to go volunteer, and they're going to get like ten percent <laughs> of like the profit of what that stand makes. Because that's how like they that, do right? it, like some cheese, like some shitty shit like that. Yeah, like that's how they do it. Like at the like that's how that's how they do it here, like at UTEP and stuff like that. Like it's like they'll they'll have like fundraisers for teams, and the parents go and they're like, okay, you're going to be here from you're going to be here the first quarter. We're going to have another and some other parents here the third the second quarter. We're going to have some other parents here the the third quarter, whatever. And like they get like a proceed, like it'd probably be like ten percent of what How they shady. what that stand makes. How shady! Yeah. I so just, it's free labor. You know, for, you know. Like, go ahead. Sorry. No, like it's just pretty much free labor, just for like you know, for the concessions, you know, because that's where most of these stadiums make their money is in right. is in concessions. Right, but you would think like, you know, you would think you're you're looking at these dudes. You're you're probably thinking like those concession stand workers in in Dallas, they're probably making like fifteen bucks an hour, which is what everybody wants minimum wage to be, but in Dallas is is barely enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, not much. And then they're like Joseph said, they're probably not getting insurance. They're probably not getting any sort of like benefits whatsoever. It is all part time, and then it's part time at a at a football game. So you're there like let's say prep work and cleanup, a max eight hours. And it's only one day on a weekend. One day on the weekend, yeah. You know, so you're you're working part time, but that dude, like your work is giving that guy seventy seven million fucking dollars for that day. Like, how do you not like put these people on salary and be like, look, I'll, you know, like the lowest paid employee here is gonna make like nine hundred bucks this week for their day of work? Because I mean, dude, like, look how much they're doing. I you mean, know? like, I holy mean, shit. You... When you, when you pay your quarterback seventy five million dollars a year, dude, I guess you know. I don't know. He's really good, though. Let me tell you something. I have never seen a quarterback throw a back shoulder pass on an out route like Dak Prescott, bro. That's 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 game time decision. That's like that's pure <laughs> trickery. You know what I mean? He sees that quarter. He sees that receiver running on an out route, and he's like, "You know where I'm gonna throw it? Behind them, bro. Nobody's expecting that." <laughs> Try to Hit you in that. stride? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna make you come Too back. Easy. Nobody's expecting Too that. Easy. Everyone expects me to hit you in stride, bro. Watch this. Watch this, dude. <laughs> right? He's like, he's sitting there, and he's like, "Damn, we need to stop the clock." I wonder how I can do this. I know. Hey, Ezekiel, go for a go for a wheel route, bro. And then Ezekiel goes for the wheel route, and he just throws it five yards short and hits the floor. Dex like, yeah, stop time, perfect. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> I was just saying uh, that that Dak doesn't know what he's doing. That, that no one can tell what Dak is doing because not even Dak knows what he's doing. Dude, that's actually what the. Uh, 
I, I read that as a comment somewhere about why Eli Manning was able to beat the Patriots. There you go. The there you go. Yeah. No one. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Belichick couldn't figure out what Eli Manning was doing because not even Eli Manning knew what Eli Manning was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. This, I just thought it was interesting. It was such an interesting uh, note of commerce, like how much money the NFL makes and how, how big these stadiums are. But it's also important to note that we're talking about COVID and the like the sheer irony of them having to pay out $77 million because somebody got sick, you know, and they're paying it because there's hundreds of thousands of people there, like, willing to get sick. You know I, I mean, mean, the NFL, the NFL fucking stopped COVID testing, so they're no longer going to COVID test. There's no more COVID protocols. They straight up yeah. changed yeah. the CDC's mind about COVID testing. <laughs> yeah yeah they did they absolutely did do you remember that shit <laughs> i do remember that that was insane <laughs> the cdc was like look look if you get tested for covid and you have covid you shouldn't be anywhere for two weeks and then roger goodell was like five days five days and then the, I, I mean five days yeah he, five he days jedi, he Jedi mind tricks them like he fucking waved his hand. He's like, it's five days, guys. How was they call it? Jedi mind trick? It's crazy. Yeah, he, je- he Jedi mind tricked them. I thought it was called bribe. No. The Jedi mind no, trick no, no, is no, cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, they like they do the hand thing, but they don't see you like you know, you know, putting the money under the table. You know what I mean? So right, the hand the hand thing's the trick. It's the illusion. For the record, the NFL's owners have to give a percentage of the money they make to the NFL organization to be a part of the NFL. Jerry Jones is making $77 million a week. And uh, I want you guys to know that uh, the NFL is a charitable organization that doesn't get taxed. So, yeah, they don't. I mean, neither does fucking Jerry Jones, but Jerry Jones probably considers his charitable, his char- charitable donation to the NFL the tax. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you know, I mean if you're a if you're a Cowboys critic, I guess, you know, paying your quarterback that much for the work he does is also charity. Giving Zeke twenty two million dollars a year to run four yards a game <laughs> oh. is charity. <laughs> Hey, let's give a lot of balls away. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, and and also never forget that, like, you know, Jerry Jones didn't pay for that fucking stadium that's taxed. No, he didn't, dude. Absolutely, they fucked up I 10 just to build a road for that stadium. They fucked over so many people to build that stadium. And then they have those people paying for that stadium. And honestly, I would sit here and laugh at them, except that as an El Paso one, I know how that feels. And it hurts. It hurts, dog. (laughs) Except in El Paso, they do it for a fucking shopping mall. (laughs) My my sister was like, hey. My sister was like, hey. They fixed the gateway like five times. They fixed the gateway like five times because they didn't do it right the first four. Yeah. They got to make sure. And who and who does it? Who who's done it each and every time? The Fosters. The Fosters. <laughs> my sister. My sister texted me the other day and she goes, "Dude, my property taxes went up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, go Chihuahuas." <laughs> she was like, "What?" <laughs> no. Also, go local motives because they're gonna start. Aren't they gonna start building a fucking soccer stadium too? I heard that. Too, Are they yeah. get? Did they ever go through that? that? I don't know. I heard that there's two. Uh, I heard that they were supposed to build an arena football stadium here, and this came out in the paper the other day. They 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 had some dude who was like, "We're gonna build an arena football team in in El Paso, Texas," and he hired two players to come down here, and then he left them stranded here, and nobody's been able to get a hold of them. Well, so the players are just stranded here, going through their savings, waiting for a. Uh, a job as an arena football player that's probably not going to happen, which is, I guess, sad in a way, but also kind of like cartoon villain funny. I don't know. I just think it's so weird. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Chihuahuas, dude. I'm so glad we have that stadium. Like the other day I was, I was talking to my brother and he was like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, you know what, man? 
let's go downtown and get a $45 hamburger, dude. What do you think? <laughs> you down for that? You down, you down, for, you down for some $20 ice cream? You, Fucking love that in this town. You can't even go downtown no more. Eh? There's, there's nothing there. No, there isn't. <laughs> nope. There's nothing there. Nothing works. Fucking. You can park. There's a lot of parking spots. That's for sure. There's like three garages, but. My mom went to uh, Cincinnati recently. She went She went up there to go watch the uh, Reds play the. Uh, I forgot who's playing. Anyway, she went up there, right? And uh, she was like, hey, you know what's crazy? And I go, what's up? And she's like. Did you know that, like, up here, like, the trolleys are, are free? Like, the buses, like, you know, to take you around town are free and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. She's like, yeah, like, in the downtown area, you can ride this stuff for free to, like, different locations. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, they try to do that here. And then she's like, oh, why didn't they? And I was like, I don't know. Some asshole wanted to build a stadium. And then she's <laughs> like, really? And I was like, no, it was actually before that, but I'm blaming the stadium for everything now, so. Well, remember... <laughs> Remember when they spent how much money? Like $10 million on those stupid trolleys that nobody rides? Nobody like, was riding like, at all. Nobody rides, and they stopped fucking circulating them? <laughs> because yeah. they were supposed to, dude, because it was supposed supposed to be free. They were supposed to be free, and they were supposed to take you to, like, around downtown a certain stops. They were supposed to revitalize the entire downtown area. It's just that our city, like, never does anything, like, all the way through. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's embarrassing. There you go. There you go. What? No, I'm just saying. It's fucking stupid. I uh, love it. Yeah. Don't greatest country always. in the world, man. Greatest, greatest country in the world. world. You know what's the most embarrassing thing was was when they when they named the the Chihuahuas and that that dude from AAA baseball, like the guy who like runs it, and and they interviewed him and they were like. I forgot his name. You know, for the sake of argument, let's say his name was like John, right? They were like, John yeah. starts laughing. They named the team the Chihuahuas, he says. John continues to laugh so much that I had to pause and write in the article how much he's laughing. That's how bad that dude was laughing at us, dude. And, and we just we just did it. And we're screwing over people. And the Dallas Cowboys are screwing over people. And fucking, I, I think they're, they're going to get rid of Heinz Stadium soon in Pittsburgh. This fucking... They did. They already got rid of the name, yeah. Yeah, they did, right? Yeah. Dude. It's aqua sure. These dudes are, like, making tons of money. $77 million a fucking day. Tons of money, dude. They're paying no fucking taxes. They're doing nothing to contribute back to the economy. And they're making people sick, dude. Like, thousands of people sick at a time. I can't imagine, like... I can't imagine looking back at this period in American history and being like, you know what? There's no way that people don't look at sports and think to themselves like, you know what? Yeah, maybe sports are good for, you know, people in general, people as a whole. They, you know, they keep people healthy, they keep people active and engaged and stuff like that, right? But there's no way that sports were good for America in this period. It's so surreal to me that we're willing to throw so much away for like 4 hours of entertainment on Sunday. I think about I've been thinking about I don't remember when it was, and I don't remember if it, Eddie was on the podcast when we had this conversation about how, like, not even sports feel enjoyable. Right. Like, yeah, you no. can't, yeah, you can't watch sports because, well, I can't watch sports. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. But I can't watch sports because it just feels like there's no meaning behind it, right? It's, it feels right. so meaningless. Right. And then you start thinking about, like, you know, the economy behind the sports you start thinking about how much money like for example Juan Soto the baseball player from the Washington Nationals just turned down a 440 million dollar fucking contract of right. half a billion dollars dude yeah half a billion dollars and there's something so grotesque about that right, right. about the idea that somebody can get paid half a billion which you know half of me like whatever dude like you know make your money or whatever but the other half of me is like god damn we have that much money as a society, okay? Not as like, not as sports owners, not as ownership, not as leagues, but as a society. Right. As a society, that much money circulating around that you can play one individual half a billion dollars. And, and you know, it made me feel like the realization w it, that I took away from that was, 
America's not rich. America's full of rich people. Right. right. And, yeah, that's a good way to put that. Wow. And and it and so the idea of like, you know, there's that much money floating around around one person essentially, like, you know, it makes watching sports difficult for me because I think I, all I see is like Juan Soto, $440 million, Dak Prescott, $75 million. And sure, I can talk shit about Dak Prescott and how much he fucking sucks. But at the end of the day, you know, that dude has an entire house with, with a quarter of a football field, which makes sense as to which quarter he throws it to every time. But that's neither here nor there. Right. You know, but, <laughs> but, but you know, it just makes me upset because this country is not necessarily rich. It just has really rich people. Right. Yep. And and they're all selfish. You know, I mean, that's how they get rich, right? Like, that's, uh, you know, that's, you know, Cisas and Ricos, right? That's what they say. But it's, it's a, it's a little, I mean, that's a really good way to put it, Joe. But it's a little disgusting to see when you see, like, when you see other people bring up stats about America, you know, like the other day they did something and it was like, uh, it was like quality of life or whatever. We're not even in the top 20 anymore or some shit. Right. And then somebody was like, Oh, well, yeah, because you know, 17 million children go, go to bed hungry in the U S and then you sit there and you're like, wait, what? Like 17 million. Like that many like, people like go hungry in this country. Like, like we're talking about the same country where like, the former president has like a solid gold sign on his fucking wall. That country, a toilet, oh, a solid, solid gold toilet. toilet. Right, like that country, that country, people go hungry in that country. And then you know, like the other day, uh, um, I think just so I think you had sent a link about how the John Brown Gun Club had helped some Dallas residents uh, stay for an extra week in this tent city or whatever. Dude, how yeah. wild is it that this country is full of tent cities now? Full of homeless yeah. people. And it's not like it's just like one or two tents or something. This, no, I mean, we're talking like hundreds. It's like a network of tents. Right, yeah. The, like full-on cities. And yeah. right next door to these people are just empty houses. Yeah. Fucking empty houses, dude. Yeah. It, it It's difficult. Where where up here where I live in Spokane, dude, there's a there's a tent city along a there's a tent city, an entire tent city that goes maybe two miles, and oh, it's wow. along a river, it's along a riverbank, okay. And I've seen it grow literally day by day, where there's like an addition, somebody else comes, but they have now in the tent cities different areas where. In the tent city, you can see where, okay, this is where they congregate. This is where they, like, have, like, food distribution. This is where they have sanitary conditions are, are taken care of here. Like, it's entire, it's an entire city. But yeah. right right across from where they live is, like, the one of the richer neighborhoods in the city. So there's, like, an issue here where literally the people who live in the houses above the river are upset about the fact that these homeless people are ruining their view of the river. <laughs> That's so disgusting. God damn, that is such a disgusting fucking So Ugh. part of part of the mayor mayoral mayoral campaign that the city just had recently was what to do with this specific tent city. Because a lot of the people who were upset, who were now suddenly very political, politically active, were the people who were upset about these homeless people living on the bank of the river that they can no longer. And how many of them are like middle class white liberals who say shit like, you know, I really care about you oh, know, the, the homeless, the, and you know what I'm saying? They're, they're the same. They're the same fucking people who don't who who will always vote down like changing single family households into multifamily or larger uh you know affordable housing. Yeah. There's, these are the same fucking people who every time there's a bill to change, you know, the 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 housing the districting and housing so that they can go from single houses to uh you know multifamily housing, they always vote no.
so. I want to know if it's like if they're the same people who are, you know, you, you get like the people who are like, um, you know, like they leave Whole Foods like happy that they donated, like their change. Do you want to do you want to donate a dollar for starving children? Yeah, yeah. go ahead and give them a dollar. That's fine, <laughs> dude. Every time. <laughs> Sorry, the dog was barking. Oh, it's okay. Every time, uh, <laughs> every time I hear that, every time I, I see that shit, I always think of that fucking tweet where it's like, "No, bitch, you donate. You're the one with the fucking money." Like, I when I go to the dog, when I go buy dog food, right? I'm always mystified by the fact that, like, every time I buy dog food, it asks me, "Do you want to donate your change to feed starving animals?" And then every time I go buy groceries, like, do you want to donate your change to feed starving children? And there's yeah. just such a just such a weird thing about living in a place where those two things are the same. Right. Yeah. Right. And where it's asked of you instead of like this corporation that you're you're buying from that pays like no taxes. Yeah. That there's I, a and, and their there's, CEOs keep getting more money too, you know, instead right. of like yeah. they can donate it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just pay taxes, bro. Just yeah. pay taxes, right? Like, just fucking pay taxes. Just pay, pay your taxes. That's why I advocate for... You listen, man. Listen. If you uh, suddenly walk out of shit with, from Walmart, oh, well. They don't need your $12. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, 100%. They're just going to mark it off anyways. Like, oh, it's in the, yeah. in the budget. Yeah. budget. And then the, the the, there's a at every at everything there's a th- at every uh, what's it called um, at every uh, every Market every store? grocery store has like shrink and stuff like that. So they're they're allotted a certain amount of money that they can technically quote unquote let walk out. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> my thing, so it's there. My thing is, and and this is genuinely how I feel about it. You know, I talked to my nephew about this, and. <laughs> I talked to my nephew about this. I'm about to say something that's like criminally charged and everybody's going to be like, wow, dude, good job teaching your nephew that, you know? But, yeah. you know, my nephew had asked about it because um, my niece had accidentally stolen something from Walmart and my sister was like, oh shit, we didn't notice, you know? And she's like, should I go back and pay for it? And I was like, no, fuck them, you know? Like, they don't fucking need it. They're going to be fine, you know? Yeah. And she was like, I know, but I feel guilty. And I was like, nah, fuck that. And my nephew was like, well, yeah, but isn't stealing wrong? And I was like, I guess it just depends, Matt, you know? And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? And I was like, look, dude, if I if I could be perfectly honest with you, I feel like every single day, and I literally mean this, every single day, I feel like the American people should raid Walmart and then yeah. leave Walmart and give food out to poor people. And I was yeah. like, that's what I feel should happen. Like with inflation the way it is, you know what I mean? And I it's was like, like, it's like. How it's like how much how much has Walmart stolen from the people exactly that is you know can't be counteracted by this loaf of bread that I stole you know what I mean like right like I was like dude like I was like honestly it should be like that and then when Walmart's like hey uh you guys are stealing too much we've had enough what can yeah. we do then you can be like hey I'll tell you what pay your fucking taxes and we'll stop stealing shit from your stores how about that yep, you know yep. I mean? at least. <laughs> At least pay pay your fucking employees living wage. That way they're not on fucking food stamps, and that way I'm not paying half of their wage, bro. Right. Exactly. Right. So it can go to people who, uh, I don't want to say to people who need it because they need it, but so it can go to people yeah. who are more economically disadvantaged. You know, it's it's surreal, dude. It's such a weird time to be alive. I was telling uh, my brother, we were we were talking about food stamps, speaking of which, and I was telling him he should apply because they waived. This is how bad the applications have been getting here in in town. They waived the uh the interview requirement. Oh. Like now you don't need an interview. Like now they just approve you or disapprove you like right away. They're just like fuck it, man. Like we're running out of out of time. Like there's so many applications for food stamps, and it's because food's gotten so expensive. I mean, it has gotten so fucking expensive, dude. Yep. I, like it's it's blowing my mind how expensive it is. I was reading this article and it was called the it was like the high price of of low and slow barbecue in Texas. Some like really cleverly written shit like that in the New Yorker, right? And uh, oh, I did see that. Yeah, you saw it too, dude. Mm-hmm. This guy was saying that he used to buy like he used to buy like so much uh 
like the brisket he used to buy was like a dollar seventy nine a pound, and now it's five mm-hmm. seventy nine a pound. Yep. And then so he had to raise the price of his brisket, but then people stopped coming in and buying brisket. So mm-hmm. he had to lower the price of his brisket back to the regular price, but now he's losing money on brisket. Mm-hmm. And then he was saying that he used to do breakfast tacos. And so he would buy a, a crate of eggs. He would buy like, he said he would buy like 60 eggs for like eight bucks, but now the that same eggs are 20 some dollars. And so, so he started doing this thing. He said that he, he, he started doing it where he would only put, he used to put two scrambled eggs per taco. Right. And now he's only yep. putting one scrambled egg per taco. And he was saying that the the first time he did it, a customer complained. He went back to putting two, but now he's losing money on tacos too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's it's wild, dude. It's wild to see food jump that much because you talk to your you talk to like your your grandparents or your parents, and they tell you that food went from like five cents to a dollar. We've talked about this before, where like a price a loaf of bread went from five cents to a dollar over the course of like sixty years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then in the course of like five years, it went from a dollar to four. And you're like, what the fuck happened? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like how in the fuck did it get that bad? Or like, you know, this this thing that used to take years and years and years to happen is happening like so quickly and we can't catch up, dude, you know? We can't catch up. And then to top it off, not only is food getting more expensive, but it's also getting more scarce, which is why it's been so expensive, by the way. Mm-hmm. Is because it's been harder to produce and so it's harder to to get out. But but so that's increased the demand for food, right? So it's made food more expensive, but there's also less food to buy. Yeah. Like the other day I tried buying chicken from Walmart. I, I ordered my groceries online because uh I don't want to go get coughed on at the store, dude. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I ordered my groceries online, dude. And we ordered chicken and they didn't have any chicken breasts. So we ordered chicken thighs, they didn't have any chicken thighs. So then we tried ordering from Sam's. There was none over there. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's just no food left, dude. Like, it's it's wild. Yeah. It's wild because, again, richest country in the fucking world. You know what I mean? But yeah. like Joseph said, dude, it's a country full of... It's not a rich country. It's just a country full of rich people. And, uh, boy, that, that really hit... Damn, Joe, that hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good observation there. It's a shame we yeah. already have a title for this episode that we'll get into in just a bit because that would also have been a great title for this episode. The the other thing that I think about when it comes to like the price of everything and the 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 rise of inflation is is like, you know, usually those things don't come back, don't scale back, right? Like if if you are producing food or if you are producing some kind of commodity that, that people are buying at an inflated rate just because they don't have a choice and now they have to, mm-hmm. right? Right. What are the chances that even if things were to quote unquote go back to normal with the supply chain, which it's never it never is anymore, like what are the what are the chances that people that prices go back down, right? right? It's not because people have already adjusted to play to paying such an inflated rate. That that becomes a new standard of living, wherein if you can't afford it, you can, and if you can't, it's just something else that you don't have, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the thing that I think about all the time, and that's the thing that really bumps me out because yeah, I go buy fucking you know a tray of of chicken breasts uh, that is now sixteen fucking dollars, you know what I mean? When it was you know not even a not even a year ago it was anywhere between nine and ten dollars yeah i was 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 like under under 10 bucks usually yeah i remember Mm -hmm. thinking seeing chicken breast for 10 bucks and being like god damn that's crazy you know what i mean but now it's like 16 bucks and the beef patties are are seven dollars dude four beef patties are seven dollars that's fucking wild so my point is is that like count dude Dude, the the carne molida, the mm-hmm. thing of carne molida are like five dollars. Yeah, yeah, those hurt. I'm like, goddamn, five bucks, goddamn. Carne molida yeah. is ground beef, by the way. Yeah, the 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 thing of ground beef, are, they're like five bucks, and it used to be like four bucks for the ninety three percent, seven percent fat one. You know what yeah. I mean? Now it's like eight. And now it's like eight bucks. Now they're mm-hmm. like eight bucks. And so my thing is, is like, okay, well, uh, you know, obviously minimum wage will never happen. I guess, uh, build back better. But, you know, Mm -hmm. at some point, at some point, (laughs) at some point, like, you know, those prices are here to stay because people have to learn how to live, to learn to survive at that rate. Yeah. 
companies well, and corporations aren't going to give that back. No. No, but you know what? The weird thing is that some of those prices are starting to go back down. And that's an even worse sign, like, realistically speaking. Because it, it shows that, like, we're... The inflation that we're, that we're, you know, sort of, like, struggling through is creating a bubble. You know what I mean? If it starts to go back down and then it goes back up again, you know, eventually eventually that sort of system breaks and and you end up far worse than you were if it had just stayed elevated at an elevated price. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's going to be complicated. It is, it is funny though, that you brought up build back better uh, because a lot of people think that Joe Biden is responsible for inflation and gas prices. The other day I read a Snopes thing. Apparently Herschel Walker is going around telling people that uh, Joe Biden has stopped oil production, and that's why the cost of gas is going up. Hey, man, I'm just going to say this. CTE <laughs> is real. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, yeah. because the, that gets us to the title of our episode, okay? Apparently, okay, that's not true, by the way, okay? Oil production is at its highest. If you guys want to know why gas prices are so high, it's because a bunch of rednecks were like, well goddamn democrats gas prices are going to go up and a bunch of oil execs were like hey they're expecting gas prices to go up should we uh should we, just... should we increase the price we're going to sell these barrels or what and that's literally should... all that happened that's it that's all that happened yeah that's it period done okay yep. so here's the thing all right herschel walker saying this the whole country's suffering from brain rot it has leaked over into canada all right and I wanted to talk about this specifically. I wanted to talk about this idea that, like, um, you know, that things would go away if Joe Biden wasn't president and stuff like this, right? Uh, there's a woman in Canada who is a QAnon person who is claiming to be the queen of Canada. <laughs> and she's giving her followers these, like, orders so that they don't have to obey the laws in Canada. <laughs> And she has also declared that uh, the reason for inflation is is Joe Biden raising gas prices or whatever. And so she has all her Canadian followers on board with it. And the other day they posted a video. I am 100% not a fan of the police, okay? But I do love watching sovereign citizens get their shit like, handed to them. It's, just, it's fun to see. And uh, uh Mostly because the people who are getting their shit kicked in are the same dudes who are like, well, if you would have just complied, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this dude hands this cop the paper and he's like, okay, come on, get out of the car. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of the car. You know? <laughs> and the guy's like, you're, I'm warning you, you know, you're, you're going to get in trouble if you arrest me. You know, the, the queen's not going to have it. You know what I mean? And uh, and he genuinely believes that this lady's the queen of Canada, like she's like the rightful queen of Canada, and that her decrees are lawful and stuff like that, right? Easy. And uh, Joseph and I were talking about it, and he said something that is is the title of this episode, and it is that the greatest American export is brain rot. Yeah, yeah. And and so I was thinking about this, and uh, I sort of started like digging around, kind of like other countries, seeing how 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 we've affected them and i am almost like 100% certain and i've said this before to you guys in private but i'm going to say it on the podcast now and this might sink our podcast boys i'm sorry but i blame no. oprah for a lot of this okay i'm just saying all right mabed oz the anti vaccine movement fake doctors fake psychologists like dr phil all of this shit came from one person okay all right and the thing is, is that like you look at America, you look at like the rest of the world, you're looking at like the monkeypox outbreak and this anti-vaccine movement. Europe had a huge anti-vaccine movement, right? But dude, it became so much more pro- prominent with Jenny McCarthy and people like fucking Jim Carrey and Robert De Niro, apparently. You know what I mean? Right. So how much do you guys believe? That the current state of the world's woes are owed to our chief export of brain rot. 
I mean, it, my favorite example is the Canadian movement, the Canadian like sort of alt right movement with the the Make America Make Canada Great Again movement. Um, the truckers, right? Like, yeah. if you look yeah. at if you look at the trucker, the uh, what was it called? The um, I can't remember what it was called, but they basically the truckers who were protesting. Mm-hmm. Right? The moment they found some of those truckers with ARs, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, fucked. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Can- Canada's fucked. Because, yeah. you know, the NRA, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the NRA is like gaining ground of influence in conservative politics in Canada now. Where oh, the, NRA, the NRA actively goes to Canada and actively tells Canadian conservatives you know, you guys don't have the Second Amendment. You all need the Second Amendment because if blackface Justin Trudeau decides to fucking... Yeah, I'm never going to let him live that one down. Decides to fucking, like... Um, it's you just know, a preg, bro. Yeah. If it decides to do something like shut your country down, you need to defend yourself, right? And then, I mean, that is a very bad sign for Canadians because Canadians, yeah. Canadian politics you know, have been mostly free of that sort of that gun culture. It's it's no longer that way. And then you look to our South where, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you look at what, what yeah. Yeah go, ahead. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what Mexico and South America are like because of American politics. But, Dude, yeah. That, yeah. that link that Eddie sent the other day where that oh, guy like yeah. openly talked about like overthrowing the Zapatistas and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was insane. He was just on Fox News, like, yeah, you know, we did a few coups. And he's like, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Also, look at Australia, right? Like, Australia. The, the, the gun culture movement is, is gaining ground in Australia. A lot of it is influenced <laughs> by the American politics and gun culture. Which but is Australia, is in, Australia is interesting because Australia had that one mass shooting in the 90s. Poor fucking took away took away all their guns and now the movement is to sort of reinstate that that but it's my point is is that it's it's based in very american ideal of like second what, amendment shit what freedom is yeah right yeah right it isn't you know just I mean? the second amendment it's it's the first amendment too it's it's the idea of what freedom is like we we've bastardized what freedom is yeah you know uh it is surreal because a lot of these people have no fucking like I've never met okay, that's a lie. No, I've met plenty of people who were so like illiterate about the constitution while also praising it, you know? Mm-hmm. I had this one lady, um we've talked about her on the show a lot. She's a conspiracy theorist that uh, Joseph and I both know. Joseph loves her. He's always talking about her, how much he misses her and stuff. And uh I do. I do. <laughs> And uh, she told me one time, she goes, nowhere in the Constitution does it say that Congress has the right to collect taxes. And I was like, I think it's literally the 20th Amendment that says Congress has the right to collect taxes. I think it says Congress has the right to levy taxes uh, for the general welfare of the public and the support of an army and a navy, right? And if you believe Donald Trump and the Air Force, too, even back then. And... um. And she was like, no, it doesn't. And then she goes, well, it doesn't matter because in the Bible, in the Bible, it doesn't say that you have to pay taxes. And I was like, but in the Bible, didn't Jesus say render unto Caesar what is due unto Caesar? And she was like, that part of the Bible, though. Brother. Well, you know what? The thing is, is that, uh, <laughs> you know, like she didn't have, <laughs> she didn't have any way out, you know? And it's just, it trips me out, dude, because these dudes literally like run around all day talking about freedom of speech. And the Constitution, and you know America and the Bible, and it's just one thing after another, dude. It's like these dudes have never read anything they're talking about. You know, every single every single document to them is like 1984. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've never read 1984 either. You know, I can't tell you how many times a conservative is like, got cameras everywhere. It's fucking 1984. And I'm just like, what? What are you fucking talking about? What? Did you read, read the, the book, book dude. Fuck. What? the fuck do you mean like what so it's it's wild dude because it's spread to other countries and it's other countries who are like i i think hear me out 
I think the disconnect between Americans and them not knowing their own laws has made it so that like other countries can embrace the American ideal of freedom without having any of the substantial documents that America has to back it up. Like uh, you get like Australia and, and other countries and, and they're probably like, what about our right to bear arms? You don't have one. Like it's not in your constitution. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck are you guys talking about? You know, but they're just like, well, you know, if it's, you know, but the Americans talk about it all the time too. And the Americans are always talking about shit. That's not in their constitution. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the connection that exists for these countries that helps them sort of like come to the conclusion that we're all that, that we all have to exist under the same brand of freedom and it's American freedom and it's a fucking lie, but it's yeah. wild to see it in other countries. Dude, it's weird. It's weird to hear like dudes in, 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 uh, in England talk about like, well, you know, thou shalt not quarter any soldiers. And I'm like, that's the whole colony. What? That was that laws about you, bro. What are you guys talking about? You know what I mean? I I don't know. I I I just think that like, uh, the export of American brain rot is 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 probably going to be the like the downfall. final nail in the, yeah yeah the final nail in the coffin of, of civilization. A lot of a lot of things because the one thing that conservative movements across the globe seem to agree on and we've talked about this for before is like they can coalesce as long as they fucking learn to hate the same thing right yeah. right as long as they as long as they can point to a similar or, a, or something that they can agree that they hate or they don't like but on a global scale that's that's that is that's and it backfires on them all the time did you guys see that post from uh are conservative in uh on Reddit? They were wondering why all the Republicans voted down a contraceptive bill. <laughs> they were like, but contraceptives help prevent abortions. Like the studies have shown that. Why would they why would they you know? And and I'm like, well, because they want to control women. This was never about abortion. This was about controlling nope. women. You know what I mean? <laughs> And they won't admit it, you know? But again, that's what I'm saying. I think the brain rot is the disconnect from reality. It's the idea that they don't have to have any sort of physical... It used to be... Again, it's so hard for me to explain, but it used to be that you would say the Second Amendment says, and then you would point to the Constitution. But now you don't need to have the Constitution because there's so much that these dudes insist exists that it doesn't exist anymore. And so there's no need for there to be like any sort of like legal document to back it up. And because it's that way in America, it's become that way everywhere else now too. You like, know, you hear yeah. shit like, uh, actually in the constitution, Donald Trump can run for a third term. If Joe Biden accidentally did two backflips in 1981 and you're like, what the fuck are you talking? That's not, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You know what I mean? And, but, but again, dude, they make shit up. And because before it used to be like, yeah, look, here's the law. But now they're just like, no, it's in the Constitution. Trust me. N now, because there's no legal precedent, there's no legal backup to it. Other countries have started doing the same thing. And I think that's the brain rot. And, and I'll, I'll end with this. Is that like over yeah, the we weekend, this past week on Friday, Ben Shapiro was at a CPAC in Israel. Sorry, who? And ben Shabibo? Ben Shabibo. Oh, okay. Ben Shabibo was at CPAC in Israel. And of course, me being who I am, I watched every fucking minute of that. <laughs> of course you did. And Ben Shabibo was the keynote speaker for one of the nights. And Ben Shabibo was like essentially telling the Israeli CPAC attendees, like your government sucks because your government doesn't allow you to have free market economy. Right. And your government doesn't allow you to have um, um, a judicial system like the one in the America in the U.S., wherein you could do shit like overturn, to overturn Roe v. Wade. And so Ben Shabibo's whole speech was you need to change your government in order to do the things that you want to do as conservatives or Israelis in the Israeli state. And, and it's just like, dude, imagine, okay? Imagine Benjamin Netanyahu not being conservative enough is the same thing as imagining <laughs> Donald Trump not being conservative enough. Where right. the only the only move is to the right, right, 
So, you know, good night. Have fun with that one. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know, dude. I, you know, I'm glad it was in Israel where, you know, the, the political climate over there, at least it's stable and taken care of. And there's, you know, not like a thousand year war going on or anything. Dude. I'm just glad that, like, it was somewhere where turmoil doesn't exist and, you know, comrades have prevailed. Uh, <laughs> they clearly know what's going on over there. Right. Who looks at Benjamin Netanyahu and thinks he's too, too, like he's not far enough right? You know what I mean? Like, who... I'll tell you who. Shabibo. 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 We just talked about it. Shabibo's just jealous because all the rockets that Israel launches at Palestine are taller than him. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, so Matt, yeah. All right. What? <laughs> what? What? Matt, I was gonna say, what is what does David and Matt Schlapp have in common? I don't know. What is, what, they both made jokes about Shabibo's height. Dude, uh, Matt Schlapp <laughs> came on, on on to to like MC Ben Shabibo to speak, and that's the first thing Matt Schlapp said was like, uh, "We have a very important speaker coming up." He's very tall. <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go up there and be like, ladies and gentlemen, I invite you all to say hello to my Leo friend. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fuck pension people. Fuck all these dudes. Anyway, we got to go. We're done. We're done for this week. I thought it was good. It was fun. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, any uh, any last thoughts, fellas? Any hope for no. the future? Anything? No? End Absolutely on a sour not. note? <laughs> I'm just going to let it end sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all take care. All right. Adios. Adios.